amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Erlene Williams was a 32-year-old woman who'd been estranged from her husband for several months. One fateful day, the family's home caught fire under mysterious circumstances, and Erlene's body was found inside. There were obvious signs that she'd been strangled Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before the home burnt to the ground, but there was an even bigger issue here. Her children had gone missing. Erlene Williams was a young woman who married her husband James in the 1960s. The two were more than 20 years apart, but as they say, love knows no age, and the two stuck together for several years. However, tragedy struck for the young family when their daughter, Ivy, accused James of sexual assault. Not that this information really makes the case any less severe, but it should be noted that Ivy was not James's biological daughter. Rather, she was the daughter from one of Erlene's previous relationships. Ivy and her two sisters were scheduled to testify against James on July 21st, 1977. It was widely assumed that the case would be open and shut as the evidence had mounted against James and was pretty clear. By no means did the man have any way of getting off the hook in this case. At the time, Erlene and her husband had obviously been separated. Erlene was living in Compton, California at the time, with all of her daughters by her side. They lived on the 300 block of East 131st Street, and the young girls were often seen hanging out with a younger boy named Sir Christopher Marshall, but he often went by the nickname Turkey Legs. Turkey Legs had been living in Carson, California at the time and we don't really know too much about how he knew the Williams family. But on the night of July 20th, 1977, he'd been staying over at their home for the evening. Sometime at around 4.30 a.m., early in the morning on July 21st, a fire broke out in the home. The fire started in the children's bedroom and would quickly spread to every other square inch of the home. When rescue workers arrived at the scene, they found Erlene's body near the front door. She was removed from the home and her body was sent in for an autopsy. It seems like police immediately felt that something wasn't quite adding up with this case and it seemed pretty mysterious to them at the time and their suspicions were eventually confirmed. When the autopsy report came back, 
it reported that Erlene had most likely passed away due to strangulation. They weren't entirely sure how she had been strangled, as far as if the perpetrator was barehanded or if he used some sort of tool, but they realized that the suspect had wounded himself in the process after they noticed a trail of blood leading away from the crime scene. The trail would lead police out the front door, down the street, and into a nearby alleyway. They followed the trail to the end of the alley, where it's believed that the suspect got into his car and drove away from the crime scene. However, the most important thing that officers noticed about the crime scene is that all of the children, including the three girls and turkey legs, had gone missing. Obviously, it didn't take long for police to suspect that James Williams was somehow involved. Considering the crime took place on July 20th, and the family was due to testify against him on July 21st, it would make perfect sense that the father ended the life of Erlene and took the children hostage until the case eventually blew over. Or worse, he could have taken the lives of the children as well. James was quickly found and taken into police custody. Officers had every reason to believe that he'd been involved in the case somehow, so they took him in for questioning. While he was being interrogated, officers noticed that he had a bad cut on his hand. The cut would have perfectly explained the trail of blood at the crime scene, but James explained that he got cut while he was working on his car. This was a pretty terrible excuse, and it seems like officers probably knew this. They refused to let James leave and officially charged him with taking the life of his wife as well as setting fire to her home. Things would only get worse for James here as more details began to unravel. Before long, a witness spoke out and mentioned that she'd seen James and the four children at a Denny's in Grapevine, California. To make matters worse, this sighting was reported to have taken place at around 5.30 a.m., just an hour after the fire at the home had been set. So if you plug a couple addresses in on Google Maps, it becomes pretty clear that the distance between Compton and Grapevine would have only been about an hour back in the 1970s. So the evidence here is pretty clear. Though things do get pretty serious when the details continue to unfold, because just a few hours after this sighting, James was picked up by a few of his friends in Riverside, and there was no trace of the children having ever been with him. This is where the case takes a really dark turn. While in police custody, officers were having no part in James's lies. He was eventually sent to trial for taking the life of his wife and the four children. James reportedly denied ever being in Grapevine and said they'd been traveling to Bakersfield when his car broke down on the side of the road. The problem was that his alibi could not be proven, as no one saw James anywhere near Bakersfield that evening. Though it seems as though justice would never be served for these young children and Erlene. When James was taken to trial, the jury could not reach a verdict and he was eventually set free. A second trial would take place soon after, but there was still insufficient evidence, leading the jury to reach a deadlock once again. And so James was set free. He would remain a free man until he passed away of natural causes later on in life. The charges against James were officially dropped in 1979. It would be more than 30 years before the case would see any more progress. In 2014, police were investigating a potential crime scene in Corona, about an hour's drive from Compton, 
when they found the skeletal remains of Ivy. Considering so much time had passed by since Ivy lost her life, police were unable to determine her cause of death. To make matters even worse, they were also unable to find any of the other children. Police have every reason to believe that Ivy passed away at the hands of James, but this was never really confirmed. On the other hand, Turkey Leg's mother believes that her son suffered a much different fate than Ivy. We don't really know why, but she claims that she has every reason to believe that her son was taken to a nearby children's center, where he was placed into foster care and eventually adopted. She hasn't been able to provide much evidence about this, but it is certainly a possibility. To this day, all these years later, we still have no idea what James may have done with the remainder of the children. The good news is that, from the information I've gathered, the other children, excluding Turkey Leg, were James's biological children. It's possible he may have simply held a bit of resentment against Ivy and claimed her life, yet left the other children alive and simply sent them away somewhere. Keep in mind, we have absolutely no evidence to confirm this, and it's just a theory. However, with the bodies of the other children never being found, there's really nothing else to go on here. Sadly, James never had to face justice for the crime that he so obviously committed. I normally try not to point fingers in cases like this, but this one seems pretty clear. If you guys have any other theories about what may have happened all those years ago, please share your ideas in the comments so we can all chime in and at least try to get to the bottom of this. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to hit that like button. If you loved it, maybe consider sharing, subscribing, or clicking that blue join button below to really show your support for the channel. But I've been Ty Knott. You guys have been lovely, and I'll catch you in the next video. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.